Long past the hour for quitting labour, amid the smoke-filled haze of the south gate, the after-lodge crew continues to linger in the rubbish of the temple, under the watchful eyes of right-worshipful Grand Censor Bob. Not recognised nor endorsed by any grand or subordinate lodge of regular masons, irregular masons, co-masons, Canadian masons, or internet wannabe masons, they banter on as always. Puffing cigars, drinking stale coffee, making terrible jokes, studying agency law, spreading the intemperance and excesses of digital masonry, and generally disappointing all seven of their podcast subscribers. Do yourself a favour and stop listening now. Only trolls and masochists dare to eavesdrop upon this after-lodge banter. Especially. <laughs> it's starting. I don't know. That means we're recording right now. Again. Yep. Episode 217 <laughs> of the After. Oh God, Harlan, can you at least wait till you get through the intro to eat? Like, like so, eating on no. the show is one thing, but during your monologue, really? No, I can't because what That's... I have here is a box of espresso beans covered in chocolate. Ooh, that sounds... And they're the closest jittery. thing to cocaine that I've been able to buy in the legal market. <laughs> um, this is After Lodge Harlan uh, with some perfectly legal narcotics. Um, joined, as always, by worshipless producer Bruce. Mm. Who's been cracking <laughs> the whip on us all night. I mean, I'm trying. Yeah. I, got, I got yelled at the other day for not producing. When I try to produce, nobody... It's its like cockroaches when you turn the light on. Just everybody scatters. Yeah, it's like herding cats. Welcome to masonry. Uh, Sir John. <clears throat> Howdy. John, welcome. I'd, I'd have been here sooner if y'all would have, like, you know, sent the old guy the link, but... Well, I just... I, I missed it. Link. Whatever. We'll, we'll get to that. Um, also, Nick and... Jeff are both on the line, but doing other things at the moment. So yeah. we'll address them at a later time. I'm here. I'm talking. Oh, hi, Jeff. I'm just not on camera. Yeah, you guys got to quit yeah. crashing cars. Um, this one wasn't our fault. Yeah, I don't think the insurance company is going to see it that way. But she got uh, rear-ended. I would think the insurance company would see it that way. Yeah, but after so many incidents, they. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, no. No, I'll take it back. This is not her first accident. I rear-ended my the... ex-wife, and my insurance company didn't care at all. Mail. The first one wasn't my fault. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, the first one, uh, I think, is off her, off her record now. So, um, Nick is telling <clears throat> us to start without him while he's sitting in the chat, and we've already started. Thanks so, for thank you, Nick, for, Nick, for that permission. Yeah, Yes. So, John, how are you doing this? <clears throat> I am fine and up to my ears and my usual chicanery. Uh oh. What do you What do you got going on tonight? Is this going to be something I'm going to have to cut out again? <laughs> no, because I'm not going to say anything this time. <laughs> got it. <laughs> I have, uh, well, my house has been flooded by my wife's friends. They're all upstairs drinking wine while, while all of our kids play two floors up. So I'm hiding in the basement, um, hanging out with you guys digitally. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully we'll do that live and in person sometime. And, 
Yeah, I uh, let me think. Masonically, I recently dumped my lodge because I finished my term as master and ran out the door and went to a different lodge. And, you know, Templary is as exciting as it's been in quite some time. Yes, that was so, the most anticlimactic announcement. Um, we didn't right. have time for our pre-show banter because Wait. Bruce was telling us to start the show or he wasn't going to be our friend anymore. Well, I'll always be John's friend. <laughs> He's a good yeah. guy. Fuck you guys. Way to, uh, way, to, way to downplay your hand there, John. Is that... Uh... Well, you know, it's one of those things where you, you know, well, Harlan knows as a uh, practicing huh? legal weasel, you generally don't talk about the case at hand, you know, live and in the public domain. Well, that depends on the case and which side you're on. <laughs> uh, well, true. <laughs> However, um, as charging party, that would be poor form. When I'm representing the neighborhood that doesn't want some awful industrial thing placed in the middle of their subdivision. You want to talk about the case in every news outlet possible. True. Um, if you're the said industrial entity, you don't want it talked about. So it just depends. True. But yeah, yeah. so it's our, our chicanery up in the north is going to get even more interesting by about next week. All I know, John, is if Hodap breaks this story before we do, I'm going to be butthurt. <laughs> no, we'll break the story. Hey, might even be a good excuse to get Hodap on here so we can, you know, blog live and in person. I don't know. That's cool. I mean, I wonder if there's an option to, like, live feed proceedings. I, I feel like whatever committee wouldn't be okay with that, but... I thought you meant, like, live feed him writing the blog like just watching a screen <laughs> as as the letters are typed you know we've had podcast that episodes all less exciting than that <laughs> that's, that's he yeah he's true yeah. i mean that's, that's yeah. and yet our audience continues to listen so what's wrong with you guys hey don't pick on our, our our homie in australia apparently he likes me so oh he likes you all right I'll take whatever fan base I can get. Speaking <laughs> uh, of fan base, I'm going to lose a few as I plug a different podcast what? and unveil my ultimate nerdiness. I did not agree to this. Um, well, it's not my podcast. I stumbled upon it by accident uh, over the holiday season and off time. I was doing a lot of driving, I like podcasts. and Well, you know, my go-tos with Sam Harris and... Uh, Steve Gibson, etc., weren't weren't putting out content. So, went searching and I stumbled across the Neo Anarchist podcast. Oh, jeez! Now it's not what you think. Huh. It's not what you think because it's exactly what you uh, think. <laughs> for those of you who are old enough to remember and are nerdy enough to have ever known, there used to be a game that was a thing that I was really into called Shadowrun. Uh, oh yeah! Oh yeah! I don't know anybody that's still into it today. I mean, there's like video games being made, but I don't know the tabletop thing's still so big. Maybe it the is. The PC game isn't bad. It's not. I, I have it. I love it. Anyway, this podcast is by a gentleman who is quite hilarious, and he's seated into a like role play, but it's a monologue, 
And he goes through the history of the Shadowrun universe, and he also spoofs some cover songs and does some interviews. And it has had me thoroughly engrossed for weeks now. And I've listened to like several years worth of episodes, and now I'm out. Um, but I wanted to share because I don't often find a podcast that like hooks me in like that, and then I binge listen to it all the way through. But I did with his. So if you like Shadowrun, uh, you can check out the Neo Anarchist podcast. Not Masonically related to anything, not related to anything else we're going to talk about tonight. Just wanted to share. And, and there's no off. other podcast, Masonic podcast, that are worth mentioning. Um, <laughs> well, so Ex Oriente is still... Nick, how are you doing? Somewhere. Really, Harlan? Really? <laughs> yeah. I like Ex Oriente. That, that can't be a coincidence that we've been doing that we'll, like we've been live for 10 minutes now and he comes in literally the second john says that have you just john. listened yep. ask john john Wait. saw me put my headphones on you're you're fucking right i did <laughs> well we're the uh yeah yeah i forgot what i was gonna say <sighs> x oriente sorry Yes, no, it's a it's a good one. Uh, there are a couple of other good Masonic ones that have gone off the air. I don't know if there are still archives out there. Um, much better than what we do. But Different. Yeah, we are our own Different. harshest critics. So, fellas, um, how were how were the holidays? It's the holiday season. It was great. We had a baby. My life that's is a, great. That's a good present. Who 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 gave you that? I don't know. We're still trying to figure out and have him take it back. <laughs> I dubbed the father. <laughs> hey, you. You look the father. Come here. Take this. <laughs> it's just what my parents did and leave me in a basket on somebody's porch. How very Moses. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it works. <laughs> anyway, see, and this is exactly what I said. All of us talked all day on the chat, 19 different subjects. As soon as we get on the air, we're like, so... Because on the air, I have to censor myself, Nick, and I don't work well yeah. that way. Everything that's I said in the chat today, I can't say on this show. <laughs> so is If I were to read the transcripts from our chats today... It would I would no longer there. have a security clearance. <laughs> yes. <laughs> But we I might, might have a lot better more indictment. The big thing we learned is Nick has an obsession with with uh, people flopping dicks out. <laughs> yes, Just flopping dicks out. Okay, flopping. Hey, family Harlan, show, fellas, family. Harlan, show. I, I got a great idea. Can we go ahead and just family uh, this show entirely and start a new podcast called like I don't know, let's say the Anti Lodge Podcast, and <laughs> completely uncensored, and we'll be anonymous, and nobody will know who we are, so we can say whatever we want again. But you're Wait, it wasn't anonymity supposed to be the thing <laughs> like, with this one? It was. A couple hundred episodes ago. <laughs> you know, there's still people in the in the uh, IRC that are like, hey, how can I get a copy of the original uh, 20 or whatever? And so, someone, it's almost the same freaking person. Someone's like, I got you. Send me a PM. <laughs> uh, that someone is our ambassador. We have endowed him with those episodes so that he may distribute them at will. Oh, really? Nice. Let's go with that. No, I didn't know that. <clears throat> Who is the Am someone? Jeff, like, by the very merit of me saying that someone instead of his name. Cats out of bags. 
Like that should imply that we can't say his name. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> Shh, <laughs> ignore me. I don't... Send it name... in the private chat. How about that? Send it. Send it. Not not in this calls chat, but in like our usual. Oh, for Pete's sakes. So Bruce, on I your whole, I'm curious. On, on your whole terror of having to censor yourself, I'd like to point out that. Because of this podcast, it has gotten back to me. <laughs> uh, there's a past grand hoo-ha of my state, New York, right? Whatever. Okay. Who, who his only beef against me, but it, he will fight me to the hilt on everything because of it, is I, I, I swear too much on, on the podcast. Which is exactly what we got from all of the... Old guys. Um, pretty much a hundred percent of the feedback that we got in the first few episodes was was that exact thing. And it's weird how what like the I I, I guess the disconnect that exists between just cursing in general and masonry. Like a lot of the old guys really don't like it. Yeah, and this guy, which kills me because this guy's a former military officer. Mm. I, th- I, I think, I, I mean, I, I guess they just feel that there's some level of disrespect there, which I don't, like, personally, I don't get that's never been the way I am. Well, and it's... It, it's a generational it, thing. Maybe, I don't know, but it's not like, so this guy's known me for years, and it's not, uh, our three listeners that listen to this podcast, I'll say, mm-hmm. it, I'll keep saying something blue in the face, this whole thing of me, this isn't an act. Right. This is. I'm like this all the time, including dropping the Effenheimer at any given moment. Yeah, but it's not like we teach not to hurt. Like that's not even a Masonic thing. That's not even close to being a Masonic thing. You know what I mean? What the the anti-cursing? Yeah, like anti. Like I don't curse just out of principle, but I would never Masons talk like that. That being profane in the Masonic sense does not mean what people interpret it to mean. That's a good um, way to, to believe that. That's usually the justification I hear is that we prohibitions on being profane and the profane, etc. And that's that's not what that means at all. It's it's almost comical that people say that with a straight face. But uh, I also come from a school of thought religious tradition, whatever, however you want to put it, that, you know, uh, there's no, like, bad words in in my world. Words are just words. Like, a curse is is a set of words, not one word. word. Like, there are no unholy words, because language is the key to civilization, and civilization is a good thing. What about Meekrop? I thought Meekrop was a what the hell? South Park? No. Yeah, um, the word of curse. <laughs> yeah, so... Yeah, I just come from a different world <laughs> altogether. Like, you could be put off when you, you know, visit your local temple or synagogue and, and hear the rabbi drop an F-bomb like, it just in the middle of everybody. And if you're in that profanity mindset, it takes you off guard. But so I, I've I, never understood it. I guess I could see that. I mean, I don't, I don't think I've ever cursed openly in church before. So I guess there is some level of. What kind well, of Catholic are you? 
I've I've met a uh, I've met a priest who was near and dear to my heart, and he swore like a sailor. Oh God! You want to hear somebody cuss? Hang out or go near a pack of like three retired nuns that are having coffee and smoking cigarettes. You will hear things come out of their mouth that you didn't think was possible. I didn't know nuns could retire. They can. That's what I was like about priests. to say. I didn't. They can. They can retire. Mm. I mean, they're not cloistered. I mean, so they or if they're sisters or whatever. But they, three of them. I I saw it when I was working security for a short stint at a Catholic uh, university, outside smoking, and it was the most hilarious conversation I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, like I was walking past and I was like, wow. <laughs> So it, it's it's a very quintessentially like Protestant and more particularly Baptist thing to be obsessed with. Um, because there's all the background noise going on. I, I've never heard the, I haven't heard of the Catholics being that obsessed or uptight about it. Nor the the Jews definitely aren't. So right. Yeah, I, I mean it's a. And it's an American thing too, because like Europeans, forget about it. And the Aussies, yeah, yeah. I mean, their their children curse <laughs> more than like our adult sailors. So you know, yeah. I I've been told for and a person who claims Irish descent that if I were to go back to the island, I would be significantly behind the curve. So, um, to quote Scotty from the last episode, uh, in a few years it won't matter because you know you'll be dead. Speaking of which, hold on, I have I have uh, breaking news that that needs to be announced here, um, specifically for uh, John's interest. John, I just found out my girlfriend is twenty one percent Irish. Get out while you still can. <laughs> <laughs> Not entirely sure how to take this news. Uh, I, just I take told it you, you all did the um, twenty-one pack of me or whatever, twenty-three of me. Come back. She she did. I I actually have a kit. I have not done it yet. Let me tell you, when I discovered that uh, that my wife was Irish and also a closet Democrat, life got rough for me. <laughs> I love all the stories I'm seeing from those. Where people are getting them like for the whole family, it's like a fun little Christmas gift type activity, and all of a sudden they're We're finding out that dad isn't always dad or um, <laughs> family. Period. The kids mm. have found out they're adopted, or and my yeah, favorite one is the honestly, one where the mom was. Ext- there's very little good news that can come from those. Yeah. It's like, like hey, you're to know exactly your who you always thought, or you're not who you always thought, or <laughs> that's not your daddy. Unless you get it back and you're like 50% American Indian, you're you're probably going to be disappointed in the results. Yeah, they're, <laughs> well, they're not exactly like dartboard perfected specific. I mean, it's like, no. uh, you are Western true. European. I oh, guess. Thanks, they fuckers. certainly are not. The, uh, the the Asian guy whose ancestry was pegged to like Western France. You're like, what? Wait, huh? Huh? <laughs> yeah. Don't know how that would happen. 
There's a lot of funny stories out there, though. I've not taken one, uh, mostly out of fear. I don't I, like the idea that somebody's got basically a database of your DNA out there. So yeah, that's he, one of the fears, and the other fear is discovering I somehow have roots in like Belarus or something. And well, you know, who wants good. that? <laughs> well, we did ours through Ancestry a couple years ago, which is even worse because now the Mormons have our information. Oh yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. I was going to say every landfill in the country has a database of my DNA. I don't know what y'all are so worried about. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why we flush, Bruce. <laughs> Can't flush socks. <laughs> I was going to say somewhere there's a gym sock that's just waiting to be swabbed. Yeah, yeah, or chiseled. I'll probably end up doing it one day. There's also a fear that, you know, we're what from we're from the uh, you know, Appalachian part of Pennsylvania. <laughs> so I have some pretty deep concerns that my wife and I would take it together and find out we're like first cousins or something. Oh god. Yeah. If I'm a hill person, I don't know what I'd do. Yeah, your your kids came out too normal to be first cousins. That's that's uh, true. They got all their teeth and everything. <laughs> If you guys take those tests and come back to be pikeys, I'm going to ride you guys like <laughs> rented mules for the rest of your lives. Well, so I already know the wife. I don't think I can. Is. I have that's, too much hair. That's um, that's a given. <laughs> she's, she's an Irish woman, and uh, I should have seen that beforehand, but that's what, that's what you get for not doing your research ahead of time. Um, well, it's Irish like charity, hence your marriage. <laughs> myself on the other hand i have no idea where i'm from and i'm probably better off not knowing actually i'm definitely better off not knowing i'm, I'm thinking of all the horrible things that this test could tell me yeah i'm probably never going to take it <laughs> i highly doubt that there is irish to be concerned about though I'm oh, very 18th French. century of you. Worried about the French. The, well, and because like my, you know, my ancestors were here before the 20th century, so like the whole Irish influx hadn't really happened yet. Nobody's perfect. Eh, <laughs> so you know, the, the the only reason I want to take it is because one time when I was a wee lad, I asked my dad about our genealogy. He said, "Well, son." You go back one generation, we're from Ohio. Before that, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's basically uh, that's basically my story. So I have uh, zero basis for yep. you know that. Got some old family photos, so I know that there is uh, there is some uh, enslaved persons lineage in here somewhere. Um, you know, I've been talking for so long, wondering why you guys haven't let me in. Well, and because that's what we always do. What do you mean, let you in? Like, let me into the conversation. I've had so much feedback, and I was on mute. Yes. I, was, I, was well, that would I haven't heard you bit. say anything, Nick. Yeah, you were, we were amazed that you were stone quiet. That <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> yeah, when, when, when you got up from your chair a second ago, and you and I presume your wife were talking, there was a lot of background noise. Sorry, I can't hear you over all that background noise. Uh -huh. That ain't me. Um, 
Uh-huh. Well, I don't say. <laughs> Good yeah, so, point, Nick. I have so much That's to add to the conversation. Kid. Mm-hmm. Where are you from, Nick? What's your uh, what's your oh, heritage? I know I was gonna say my family actually has um a complete, a complete family history from the fourteen hundreds traced back to Italy. Seriously? Yeah. That's really cool. It is really cool. It's on this like but gigantic the, super the, long the, paper. But here's the important thing is are they really your family? That's why you need the test. Your f- yeah. your family has. What if they're lying to you, Nick? Your history. <laughs> you might have been left in a what basket a at the firehouse, like I was, or worse, no. like Harlan. <laughs> I don't think that was it. <laughs> no, Nick. Nick strikes me as Italian. I can. I get. I can totally see that. <laughs> I, I don't know. Like he should be in Jersey right now, actually. It- his hands okay. are awfully still when he talks. I'm... All right, guys, a little far. Yeah, yeah, but that's because he's like holding a mouse and holding his face. If his hands were empty, they would be gesturing, flailing about gestures. like a seizure. I can't make gestures because then it's gonna see, see there, it is. there they go, there it goes. <laughs> I hate all of you. <laughs> we know. That's what keeps us going every day. <laughs> Um, now that we're done making fun of the uh, spaghetti bender, what's next? Harlan, how was Hanukkah? Is Hanukkah over? I don't even know. Uh, yes, it was over. Uh, what do your kids celebrate? It was over when we recorded the last show. <laughs> he said, what do your kids celebrate? Yeah, it's funny you should ask that, because my daughter, uh, the inquisitive mind that she is, asked me the other day, how come we don't celebrate Kwanzaa? Mm. Which you'd think the answer to that would be simple, which is... Just, you know, not everybody does Hanukkah, not everybody does Kwanzaa, and it's a different group of people. But then she wanted to ask, you know, about, and that's when things started getting dodgy, and I kept trying to change the subject, but she very (laughs) persistent. Um, She's not quite ready for that subject matter yet. So how did you ultimately answer her? Yeah, uh, I let Uncle Tony answer her, and he said it's a fake made-up holiday because it's only like... Oh my goodness. God. He said it needs some extra time. Uh, it can be legit. Because the guy who made it up is still alive. <laughs> hey, really? Yes. Oh, fuck's sakes. <sighs> Why is Tony not on here? He hasn't been on. He hasn't he been on in a while. Himself. Like, uh, I have some things I want to say to him right now. <laughs> so he's been playing Santa Claus. Um, and now he's trying to catch up on work from all that time playing Santa Claus. Work. You know, shaved the beard. You know, he Christmas did. is over, right? Yes. So now he's catching up on work because he spent all that time playing Santa Claus, um, which was good fun. Don't wipe your nose on my harmonica. What? <laughs> <laughs> wow! I got a harmonica, critic. by the way, which is what I was getting ready to talk about. But then my boy used it as a nose rag, and now there's like snot in the ear holes. So, there's that. Uh, or I won't be playing any flat notes. So I bet you won't. Because you, you our thanks to yourself. Flat notes and never mind. <sighs> yeah. So I got this as a combination because my daughter told Tony um, that she wanted a xylophone. A what? 
a xylophone uh, when that? he was playing Santa. So wait, what? Xylophone, like the instrument, this thing that my wife is. Yeah. So, oh. uh, as you might have guessed, she got a xylophone, and it's been glorious uh, around here. Yeah, I'm days. sure it has. Uh, so the harmonica, because my wife was behind the xylophone. So the harmonica came as a free gift in the in the xylophone box. And how so, many times can you say the word xylophone? Why? Hey, why does he's that probably you? said it more in this conversation than the history of the English language? <laughs> why? Why do you have actually with word. xylophones, Nick? That's where I was going. Is there? Is there some deeper issue here? I just don't think we need to talk about xylophones this much. He's telling Actually, a story. But anyway, I got that. So I got the harmonica, and I've been tormenting my wife with the harmonica in payback for getting my daughter a musical instrument that is obnoxious and high-pitched and only plays in one octave. Oh, which one? Which will remain unnamed <laughs> so that Nick doesn't have <laughs> That's <complex>. fair. <laughs> nice, Nick. Well done. <laughs> So here's here's one for you though. Yeah. Uh, if it has, I, I just recently learned this. If it has metal bars, it's not a xylophone. It's bell. It's a Glock. It's a Glockenspiel. 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 Yeah. Glock. Yeah. Apparently, <laughs> xylophones are, are actually wood. Are, are wood. Glockenspiels are metal. I, I yes. just found this out like. Three or four days ago, I just thought that was kind of interesting. And xylophones I still would are have also instinctively said, "Oh, hey, a xylophone." And they're also but, massive and expensive. So she got the oh. kids' toy version. Oh well, yes. Like the actual ones are are massive, and they've got the brass pipes underneath the the <laughs> yes keys and brass pipe. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I just love that it came with a harmonica. Like it, like it would do you no good to buy one fake instrument. So here's a pack with two. Oh, you don't know. So I've been on. I've been doing the YouTube's, trying to teach myself how to how to. Play. There's no, you can't. There's one. I can name one harmonica player in the history of mankind. And if you're not John Popper, just put the <laughs> harmonica down. No, there was a there was a guy at the library when I took Jacqueline. He was playing all these songs with kids and whatnot. And like he would play his guitar, and he had this thing on his neck that had like these three harmonicas that were just held there, and he would sing and then play the harmonica while he was playing his guitar. And guitar, he was pretty talented. I think he was just some guy that gets paid to play kid songs at libraries, but uh, he was very good. A little creepy. What? So you just let some? So some guy just goes in and starts playing, and you're like, "Yeah, this seems legit." No, they they have him like so they do story time for the kids, and so normally a librarian's there that reads a book or they do arts and crafts or whatever. And so one day after the story, they had this guy there, and so like all the kids sat around and he played songs and he had like maracas and staggers. The clown came in with his guitar and never left. Really. <laughs> Uh, no, not a clown. Uh, if there was a clown, my daughter would have left the facility. Not of her choice, but of mine. I, I don't like clowns. What? I'm actually fine with the horror movie kind. It's it's the real life kind from the shrine that give me the willies. <laughs> you had to go there. I knew, I knew you'd do it. Well, I mean, let's be fair here. The horror movie kind are less of monsters than the real life kind. Well, there's just... 
they're less frightening because they're I can't I can't describe they're pretend. frightening. They're they just, fictional. Like Halloween, all the people that dress like up as clowns. Like you can turn the TV off and they're gone. Well, like Halloween, there's all the people that dress up as clowns, and it's like, oh yeah, that's great. But like when you're at the children's hospital and the clowns are making their rounds, and I just want to hide in a utility closet, <laughs> like, get me out of here. Hey, Erlen, how you doing? Yeah. It's even weirder when it's what? one you know. Like it walks up and you're freaked out, and you don't realize that it's like that. You know, oh look, it's Steve. Grand Sister Bob. Yeah. I was oh, about yeah. to say, is it Grand Sensor Bob a clown? Grand Sensor Bob is in fact a clown. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> yes he is. Do you guys have the John? What's that shrine group with the uh, the Jokers? Sure, sounds like no, not the Jokers. The other one, Jesters. Jesters. We don't talk about the Jesters. We don't. We don't talk about the Jesters, Nick. Okay. Well, we do, but we don't. They're a group I that exists. We know nothing more. Okay. I None of us are members. What? <laughs> and if we keep talking about it, we'll never be members. Do you guys want to be members of those gestures? No, I would no. never do that. Well, Harlan, you have to be a member of the shrine to be a gesture to begin with. You know, they keep telling me that. Um, I was invited, but I'm not even a member of the shrine. Is that what I they have, told you, John? I have no interest in joining Hold on. Hold on. You yeah, were invited to join the gestures without being in the shrine? Yeah. Like what? No, that Sorry, I... seems odd. Yeah, you have to be a you have to be a shriner to be a jester or a member of Q. And therein lies the rub. Yeah, well, I think also, they just uh, assumed I was one. Wait, what's a Q? I've heard of that one too. What's a quaddles? Order a quaddles. Yep. <laughs> Do the call, Harlan. <laughs> That's so. That there's is. a on the caca. There's a different order of Quetzalcoatl here in this part of Pennsylvania, but you have to be a member of our lodge to be part of it. Um, and there's a special initiation ritual that involves a nine-foot bird. Um, <laughs> and Tony wearing yes. almost nothing. There's, of course, we, we call it the ritual of the Tony hole, and uh, we talked about it on the podcast, but you might not oh, have yeah. heard it. Uh, we have to take you to a nondescript location in the middle of nowhere. And uh, we will initiate you into the order of Quetzalcoatl. Is that why I'm coming down in the winter and not the summers? Because I'm not invited into the club. Oh, no, no. It's just you're uh, more than welcome down for that. So the initiation we, ritual we is probably more entertaining in the winter for that yet. <laughs> year round. We're, we're not doing it in the winter. I've heard stories. No, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a polar bear. No, we don't know. actually have to go out on the lake in the wintertime. There's enough snow that uh, the bird can slide around without being in water. <laughs> I was going to say, sadly, they drain the lake in the winter. So that would be. Um, oh, that's right. They do. Yeah. It's just a creek this time of year. Damn poor of engineers. Ruining our fun. Oh yeah, that explains a lot actually now. Yeah, it's uh so this lake is man made and it's a uh, it's the result of a dam and they I don't know, I guess they let the dam out in the COE has oversight of the dam and yeah. so yeah. Yep, everybody has to go get their boats out before a certain day because <laughs> if you don't they're just sitting on land in what was your dock. Yeah. <laughs> As this giant lake shrivels down to a large stream. I didn't know any of our lakes got taken down that shallow. Yeah, we got several. It blows my mind. That's we had so far into me. Well, Harlan, will you let me know when that happens? Because I need to go back and find my goddamn Oakleys. First, <laughs> <laughs> it's already happened. Uh, now would be a good time to go looking for those. They're probably gone. The fish I think I might be able them. to find the spot. All that asshole. 
the spot where we anchored, actually. So it could be worth a shot. Although I feel like some bird has flown off with them by now. I'm sure. There's like some uh there's some sparrow somewhere that's got some really cool Oakleys on. There's probably a couple people who live in the area and I would totally be one of these people if I lived around there who like go and like pick the lake. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Get metal detector out and head down. Yeah. That's not a bad idea. I should do that. I'm sure there's all kinds of stuff. Necklaces and rings and chains and Boats? Bro, boats. <laughs> hey, I look, I found a yacht. Detector to find the boat. <laughs> I also don't think you want the boat. Small boat. <laughs> what am I going to do with this? Uh, scrap it, I guess. If it doesn't float anymore, is it still technically a boat? Uh, yeah, I would say yeah. I thought I would just kind of go Socratic there for a second. A boat is something. Hey, I'm a sucker for a good Socratic question. Um, and now my brain is spinning. <laughs> Thanks for that, John. Well, you know. I'm going to eat another espresso bean. Oh, because that'll be good for you. These things are like crack, man. I'm going to run out. You guys are going to read about me in the paper because I broke into the grocery store to steal some espresso beans <laughs> at 2 in the morning. Watch towards the end of the podcast, you're going to see Harlan like rampantly itching his neck and just getting all twi- just tweaky. How have I never had these before? Oh, haven't you? You have gone to college. You were in the service. Right. So, yeah, but in the Army, I cheated, and I just took those little coffee Adderall. packets uh, that you get in your, in your rations, and I used them like dip. like So you just stick it in your cheek like a big clump of coffee. Oh, yeah. I did that a lot. They definitely weren't chocolate-covered espresso beans. And I got a major problem, because I got these a couple days ago. And as you can see... Oh my lord. So you've got basically a quart of them, and right now you've got about 12 of them left. Yeah. Well, there's 13, but I just dropped one on the floor. And i got to find it before my kids do. <laughs> so, Blam! I will never sleep again. <laughs> So you guys know I drink coffee like it's water, like all day. I, I have a nice cup of coffee before bed. The first day I had these, I didn't think about it, and I just ate a bunch of them. And I had the the caffeine twitches, which is something I haven't had since I was like. 10. I was gonna say, God, I haven't had that in twenty years. Oh man! Oh, it was fantastic. The caffeine jitters, <laughs> dude. I got so much stuff done that day. Um, <laughs> it was- did you really, or did you just get a lot of things organized that didn't necessarily need to be? So a little column A, a little column B. Um, but in my world, a lot of what needed to be done was exactly that. Because there was just stuff that I hadn't had time to, you know, file or organize or deal with. I had like this giant stack of, of stuff on my desk that's now all dealt with. Um Harlan turned into methy twitch bag attorney at law. Was, was, <laughs> I feel bad because I've got you know all these clients with like meth charges, and here I am with the legal version. Um, <laughs> I can feel my face sinking in. <laughs> Getting the espresso bugs. Oh man, it's so good. And I can't stop eating. Them. They're addictive as hell. Like I, I'm really worried I'm going to have withdrawal symptoms when this box runs out because I don't know where to get these. Well, actually, I do. It has the store on the front of them. Huh. Can't be a local place, I guess. They're pretty. They're pretty common these days. 
Oh man, they they ooh. And I'm also drinking that uh, that uh, Irish cream liqueur from. Oh, good. So you're having a downer of the upper. Balance it out. <laughs> well, totally balance it out. That's how that works. Better um, living through chemistry. Wow. Cup of coffee, some nicotine. I'm a fan of all of the intoxicants. Well, except for certain. Except ones. for one. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I don't enjoy heroin. <laughs> he loves it. <laughs> He's a bitch to black tar. You know, Bruce. Um, we we picked up uh, some of that uh, pilot uh, CBD oil. Uh huh. Haven't used any yet. So, yeah. Uh huh. Well, thanks for the update. Let me know how that goes. <laughs> I haven't because I'm scared. I might like grow a third arm or something. Nah, do it right before your next meeting. Or vomit uncontrollably. So I thought about that, and for that reason, I'm saving it for the next meeting that I really, really don't want to be in. Or the <laughs> I'll just turn my head and slip a couple drops under the tongue. And then when I'm, like, rolling on the floor and hurling everywhere. Yeah, do it like the annual budget yeah. meeting. How's this for your CapEx? <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey, Harlan. Yes, sir. I'm going to be secretary of our York right this year. Are you doing Godspeed? Which body? All three of them, or all three? I don't. I really don't. Oh. With David Riley, and then he left you. Yeah, and then we had our old secretary back, and he is a um, he's a legit Hollywood stuntman when he was younger. So he's kind of like, oh. <laughs> Okay. Had his had his bell rang a few times. <laughs> he it's so crazy. He could recall like which word on like the most random degree at the random line that no one even cares about. He's like, actually, it's not the, it's they. It's like, but uh, anyway. But he, I don't know. I guess something happened, and he was just like, look, I don't want to do this anymore. And he dropped out. He was supposed to be secretary of Blue Lodge this year. He's like, I'm not doing it. He dropped out of everything. I'm starting to notice a um, a trend here, brother. A uh, common denominator, if you will. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <sighs> I don't like any of you. <laughs> and yet you come back because that's the feeling I get. Every two weeks when I'm at Lodge, and I say, why am I here with all of these assholes? <laughs> for the record. Yeah. That's what brothers are for, man. Yeah. Did you just go outside? If, you, if you're, like, all, like, lovey-dovey and whatnot, it, it gets weird. So a healthy level of hatred is important. Oh, absolutely. Part of the After Lodge method. Speaking yeah. of a healthy level of hatred... We had elections. How's my daughter? (laughs) (laughs) We had uh, installation. And insulation. Really? Elections? Have both of those been since our last episode? No. No. You do them at the same time? After election, before installation. Okay. So, yeah, we had installation. It went, uh, it went, and, um, Grand Sensor Bob is now the master. There's a motion on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> Arlen is still secretary, if you all can believe that. 
I can't. I I tried to get Jason put back and Jason shows up for one meeting this year and Harlan tries to nominate him for secretary. So I'm sure we will not see him again for another year. (laughs) I haven't seen anybody move that quick ever. Right. As quickly as he stood up and said, no. So I've almost reached the point where I did it as long as he did. So where's my relief? Not not coming. <laughs> no. Nope. Hey, how would you guys feel? So a a brother that I know is um he's a member of a lodge and their dues are really high. And he doesn't go to a lodge, he's like, I hate it. It's whatever. Um he hates like, it? The lodge he belongs to has some difficulties. We have a special okay. form. No, so for he, that. he he doesn't hate Lodge in general, just his his lodge. Yeah, we have okay. a special form for that. Right, <laughs> it's we, we we have a checklist. It, it's we, we can tell him how to fix it if we just have him yeah. fill out the checklist anyway. And he has he has um like the dues are really high, and I was like, well, why don't you just join a different lodge in the area that has lower dues? He's like, to be honest, I don't want to go to lodge. Like lodge is stupid. It's boring. It's which I. We have a form for that. I get it. So he was like, hey, can I, what if I join a lodge in a different state that's like super cheap where the dues are only like $40 a year? Because then I could still go to lodge. I just don't have to pay the very large amount that he's paying. He can only pay, because the problem is he doesn't want to pay as much as he's paying. But he's willing to drive to a different state to go to lodge. No, I'm saying he just wants to pay the dues so he stays active and doesn't go MPD. If he doesn't want to go to lodge, then why does the fact that he can matter? Right. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's, he How obviously hasn't been in a good lodge meeting ever. He needs to find a lodge that's not cheap, but one that's like active and not full of asshats. Um, but to answer your question, Nick, I know a lodge with uh, cheaper dues probably, and uh, put him in touch with me. We'll, uh, we'll work something out. It's not going to matter. If he's not getting anything out of Lodge now, regardless of what he's paying, he's not going to get anything out of it if he's paying less. No, but I'll be getting something out of it. Stop it! <laughs> you you shitbag. <laughs> hey, our I Lodge's mean, got bills. I mean, not wrong, but I mean, you're still kind of a dirtbag. <laughs> Again, not wrong. Well, kind of. But, but if you think about it, right, he's... He's like, yeah, I'll pay forty dollars for dues just to just to remain active. He's like, there's no sense me paying the really really large amount that he's paying. If he's like, if I never go to lodge, but it was forty dollars a month, and then I'd be like, oh, I want to go to lodge okay. this month. Can you can you give us an estimate of what he's paying? Is it like eighty, or is it like three hundred, or is it like five hundred? Most lodges in his state are about three hundred. That's, I mean, I don't know. I, I thought our going up to one forty was high. No, no, it's not high. You stop it. You stop it right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's enough of you. No. I say when I got my life. I didn't say it wasn't necessary. I just thought it was a little high. The the Jeez. cheapest country clubs you can join in the poorest part of our state are still like five times our annual dues. Yeah. That's like the crummy That's club. That's why I'm not joining a country time. club. And if you want to go to a place where there's a lot of assholes, oh yeah, join a country club. Oh, it's just that's the 
social club that came to mind. We've also got a couple of other social club type things here, but they're way, way more like thousands per year. We have the same um, up in this neck of the weeds too. Some very it, it, higher end social clubs. I don't so, know what what the uh, what the other turtle fraternities charge, but so so that's so my question is. What's stopping a lodge in another state to being like, yeah, we'll we'll take your petition, we'll, you know, vote on you, and you'll pay our dues, and we're super low, and you can still go Nothing. to lodge in your state. Nothing. Nothing. Nothing at all. Yeah. That's crazy. Actually, here's an idea, Bruce. <clears throat> yes. I can't say here's an idea. I literally just said it. What if we? <laughs> what if we chartered a lodge that had exorbitant secretary or exorbitant salaries for the secretary master treasurer etc uh-huh and it had no purpose other than to be a holder lodge for people like what nick is describing and it just had thousands of members paying like 20 bucks a year you know that's weird because you don't get paid <laughs> technically yes Dollar per that being per said, year. technically, uh, the master also gets paid, and I was not aware of this. Like, and the master gets maybe paid? That's, maybe that's my fault, but Harlan didn't tell me about this until... Who told you that? The master doesn't get paid? That's never been a thing. The, mas the master gets a stipend to use. You had, a you had a $25 discretionary fund that you neglected to use. I was not $25. informed. You were informed on multiple occasions. On this show, oh, I believe... Shit. You didn't no, use we weren't informed on the show because that's all I knew about it. You guys have a stipend for your master. Every time I've been master, I hate to say that, but every time I've been master, I've lost money. Same. Yeah. We we said twenty five money every meeting. John, twenty twenty five dollars. That would cover Bruce's gas to get to lodge once. Twice. <laughs> yeah. No, he drives that Mustang once. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it's a round trip once. I think in most states I know of, the master gets or the secretary gets paid. I want to say it's like eight thousand a year. Jesus! And my old lodge, the secretary got paid his dues. So I get plus expenses. I will share yeah, plus with expenses. the brethren who are curious in my jurisdiction. I get paid one dollar per member per year. And I get my dues waived, and I get no costs reimbursed. So if you do the math on how much it costs to send mailings at $1 per member per year, after two letters, I'm in the hole. So, yeah. And I saw nice. a lot more than that. Um, yeah, so technically I get paid, but no, I, I, I don't. Now, I know another lodge nearby where the secretary gets 5% of all dues collected and $20 per meeting and all of its that expenses paid. And what? <coughs> oh, I know lodges where the musician gets... He gets dinner waived. That's $50. He gets... What? He, dinner waived? 50 Where the... Oh, it, it's a five-course meal with unlimited wine and alcohol. But so, like, you only eat dinner once, or no, no, every meeting, wine and alcohol. You're not talking about a blue lodge, then. No, I am. Each state's different, Harlan. <laughs> what is the dinner? The dinner's at the lodge. Yeah, served by the lodge or like a catering service. 
Uh, it's served by um, a um, catering service that's owned by a brother. I'm still hung up on the wine part. Yeah, we spend, I think... $50 a person? Yeah, There's a state that doesn't have prohibition still in effect. I'm, I'm hung up $50 a person. Yeah. I think we spend... They consume alcohol on the lodge premises, Bruce. Yeah. But it's, we it's used to do that up here, too. Yeah, that, that's like not a big thing. That's a big thing. Up until this year, that wasn't such a big thing in Minnesota. This year, mean? yes. New Grandmaster. Uh, <laughs> we have an absolute prohibition of alcohol to the point where we can't rent our building to somebody for like a wedding reception or anything and allow them to have alcohol that they bring themselves. Wow, sounds like it'd be a good time to start a uh, non-profit temple association, sign the building over to them, and then have them be the business partner. <laughs> it's funny you should say that, John. Off the record. Off the record. It's literally being recorded. Oh, no, it'll get worse no, no. when we turn off when we stop recording. I mean, Much it's like recorded by Google earlier today. Google already knows everything that happens in our lodge anyway because we all have smartphones, so... We're not hiding anything from the Google Masters. Apple. Apple. Because they don't do the exact same thing. They're different. Right, okay. Stop it's, crushing it's, my hopes and dreams. It's completely different. Yep. Yeah, a corporation with a soul. Who would have thought? <laughs> Nobody. Nobody would have thought. Nobody. There's no such Nobody. thing. Nobody. Yeah. But I'm I think sound more and more like an anarchist every year that goes by. You're starting to really get, not. You really get more and more grumpy. I promise I'm not. I don't think you. I'm not an anarchist. I think you're just realizing it more and more every year because you don't sound any more to me. Mm. <laughs> this coming from the guy who's one breakdown short of being the starring role and falling down. That's true. <laughs> to be fair, that movie was fantastic. <laughs> that was. He's my hero. That that was yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Speaking of not economically viable. <laughs> what, did you forget the briefcase? <laughs> oh, did I tell you guys how much I love MasonicRevival.com? You have. Actually, we're not getting paid for that yet, so. No. Harlan, cut that. I just think if anybody ever wants anything Masonic, they should go to MasonicRevival.com And that <laughs> <laughs> And everything else Nick said this show uh, Wow You know, I, I mean I've, I've got kind of ballsy since the last episode When I cut out like 30 minutes So I'm, I'm good with, with Expensive cuts right. <laughs> Is that all we had to cut last episode? I'm not going to lie Is that all my rant was? I bought a black tie from there, um, and it's it's a pretty nice tie. You bought a black tie from where? MasonicRevival.com? No. Hey, hey, yeah, we're, we're, not, we're not plugging things. So, <laughs> I mean, I, hey, I look, I said we should start a Patreon. You guys said no. I said we should get sponsors. You guys said no. Hey, Nick, I got an idea. Why don't you go hey. start your own podcast? <laughs> <laughs> 
How's that Cracker Jack plan Man. working over at three distinct points? No, I, I wasn't going to go that far, John. I'm just saying, like, you've got a Patreon. You can do all the things you want to do with your show. So, I'm looking through their website, and I don't see enough Scottish Rite material to be... Uh... Oh, they have a TMR collection. Now wait, hold on. Wait, wait. List. Isn't, isn't yes, that the yes. Same... I shared that with a little while ago, remember? I'm out. Isn't it? Wait, wait, isn't that the same site that came out with the cufflinks for yes. the goofballs at the square table? Yeah, yep. they have they have the TMR collection, so <clears throat> Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They can bust out a KMA collection then. But they have graphic tees. Wait, what kind of graphic are we talking about? I can't imagine why How we can't get sponsors. <laughs> wow, that one of his, really uh, is a big wiener on there. I want one of the humidors. Mm, not that badly, I don't. What, for the graphic tees or the humidors? Any of it. Uh, a little steep. Yeah, well. Imagine is, why we can't is, pick up any sponsors. That's so weird. <laughs> well, um, hey. We had Canada Dry Ten for years. They were we did, and we only uh, we, we only lost any sponsors, Nick. I, I've got us plenty in Ireland's. Like no, we only we, we only lost Canada Dry Ten because of a loophole in the contract, and they weaseled out when Jason left. Mm-hmm. Bastards. Yeah. So we got to build a liquor contract. Cool. I mean, it was going great for them. They were getting more exposure than anywhere else. It's probably because that show where we actually drank Canada Dry Ten, and then it's a good way to lose a sponsor. Oh, it's the vomiting sound uh, in the background didn't go great for sales. Canada Dry Ten was a real thing. It, the product, yes, um, and it was ah. also horrible. Ah. So I always thought that was a I joke. Thought... Yeah, yeah, I did too. <laughs> Like, I always it's drink Red Bull, so I'm sponsored by... Well, I used to be sponsored by Red Bull, so that doesn't count. But, yeah. No, it's a real product, and... Uh, to be fair, Red Bull sponsored everybody. That's true. They sponsored whoever Red that... Bull had Red Bull would sponsor a bum if they would go out and, like, yell about how awesome Red Bull was. But they weird, that because I haven't seen Red Bull Extreme bumming! Used to roll it's, it's weird, because I haven't seen Red Bull on, the, the, on uh, After Lodge. The, the Red Bull car. Do you remember the Red Bull car yes. around campus? Yeah, we used to yeah. we used to call them, and they used to come out to when I was doing triathlon races, and they would take photos as the girls in the car were handing me Red Bulls as I was cycling. They poured uh, Red Bull in the gas tanks of those cars. They would like go to gas stations and get gas, and then cut it off like a half a gallon short and fill the rest of the tank with Red Bull, just so people would see them pouring Red Bull into the gas tank. That's a real thing. I don't think that's a real really. Thing. Wow. Real that thing. would also explain why you don't, can't find any of those used. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's that's why those cars don't exist anymore. I don't think that was a real you thing. Put though. sugar in a gas tank, Nick. I swear mm-hmm. to you, it's a real thing. I've seen you pictures. Put sugar in a gas tank now, like isn't it twenty percent ethanol or whatever? Yeah, refined and like liquefied. You just can't like throw a fucking couple cubes in there and hope you're gonna <laughs> make a quick run to the bowling alley. <laughs> How much gas do you need? Uh, about four lumps worth. Thanks. Yeah, we got point, it. Point, 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 Depends point. on how much you've modified the engine. We had what a guy around here. What are, you, what are you driving? A teapot? We had a guy around here who had a truck um, with like barrels of grease on the back of it that it 
served as its fuel reserve. Oh yeah, I, I, was it Willie was, Nelson? It was spent oil maybe? Uh, no, yeah, it's it's spent fryer oil. That's yeah, there's, it's on the local. Uh, there's a couple of college students built one up here a long time ago, and then went cruising around the U.S. in it. But yeah, they just Wait, go to like that's... they go to anywhere that fried food and said, "Hey, can we have your old grease?" Yeah, okay. And that... Yeah, Willie Nelson had a plane built that runs off that. I wouldn't trust that for a, a fucking plane? second. <laughs> this has been at least 10 years ago. It's still running fine as far as I know. Two words. He's wings. like super huge on bio whatever. Two words. Ethanol or whatever it is. Two words when it comes to experimental planes. John Denver. Huh. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's Willie Nelson. I mean, yeah, yeah only a guy as high well, as he, Willie Nelson. Could, say, he gets so Will high, Howard he could probably lift the plane up himself. <laughs> oh, Willie. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Being a so, flying freaking deep fryer. If we were still doing the fish fry, <laughs> I might try that experiment myself. Can I make my infinity run on spent fish oil? Not that maybe we're gonna try the flying thing. Uh, one step at a time. One step at a time. Cut more espresso beans. You don't have to worry about it. <laughs> you just phase shift. Uh, I'm almost there. Harlan's like Jubilee from the X Men. He can just walk through walls because his atoms all vibrate so quickly. <laughs> <laughs> so, I watched that. Um, and that Shadow Cat. That's I my watched- nerd coming out on you, Bruce. <laughs> the alien thing about levitating stone and and how you could do it with certain vibrational frequencies that we've lost. Um, honorable mention to the Freemasons in that episode. Um, anyway, yeah. So if I eat enough of these beans, maybe I can make stones levitate and just have like a like a Stargate style spaceship. No. Okay, Ray. Mm. For right. well, sakes. Good talk. Sorry. Who's got a little background chatter? <laughs> oh, no, that's the that's the play party. Isn't yeah, it? John's got a house full of women. No, oh, wrong person. And they're all drunk. even better. Yeah. John has it? Because I have people over. John's no, lucky night. Yeah, no. <laughs> no? Maybe you could talk one of them into you know, coming down and checking out your basement. It's a nice <laughs> Oriental fan you got behind you. Yeah. I'm sure there's a couple wine-intoxicated women who'd love to see that. Yeah, hopefully my wife. If you got the fire her, going. Shoot me in the face. And your wife, John. You include your yeah. wife. You are, Why? Yeah. Why? So they have somebody to talk to when I fall asleep? Yeah, seriously. Basically, yeah, and then so you don't so you don't have unfulfilled obligations. Like you can just go to sleep when you're done and go to sleep. I can do that. But yeah, don't say sleep in front of Nick right now. He'll start crying. It's win, win, win. Sorry, I miss, Nick. I'm asleep. Um, I remember when sleep was a thing. You'll you'll sleep mm-hmm. again one day. I promise. Um, it's gonna be, be four years, but it'll, it'll be, be forty five years. Yeah. Um, that's what my wife was saying off screen is that we're still not there yet, but uh, it, it will come again. <laughs> That's what people have been saying, but we're there oh. sometimes when our kids aren't sick, which they're always sick. That's also something you should make peace with is that your kid's going to be sick. Like on you. 
Also, like that it seems like that's also a good um, uh, character builder excuse that you get. Mm, oh, maybe it's sick. I'm sorry. Oh no, we use that all the time. So that's, a, that, that's exactly what Nick's looking for is an excuse. No, every no, every can't. every Wednesday from now on, Nick's gonna be like, "Oh, baby's sick." Oh, it's, well, no, except later, can't make it tonight. Baby's I'm, later I'm in the sorry. future, it's gonna be um, the baby's sick. Isn't she a freshman in college? <laughs> it's weird, Bruce, because I could have sworn you missed the last episode. For instance, there was the big Scottish. Oh yeah, there was an episode. There was supposed to be. There's a big fancy dinner. With the no, you missed it, so we crowned it. We had to reschedule it. And <laughs> we got we got to go, and then we ate the food. And as soon as we were done eating, before all the boring speeches started, we squeezed out and like, "Sorry, sick kids, gotta go." <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. So what you're telling us, kids part, but it has its perks. So what you're telling us that you're just a terrible person. No, our kids were actually sick and we had to get home. <laughs> Hmm. That's a better excuse than feeding the chickens. You all remember when Jason first got chickens? He uh, there was like a six month period where when anything happened after six p.m., he'd be like, "Sorry guys, I got to get the chickens in. The wolves come out at dark and they eat the chickens, so gotta go, gotta go feed the chickens." Hey, I'm perilous. Nobody. Yeah, the, the the wolves coming out after dark isn't that big of a uh, or it's kind of a thing around here. No, nah, so at Jason's place, he has those horses to keep them off, like the the unicorns that just walk around. <laughs> so it's all good. Um, yeah, fellas, I'm tapped out. It's the holidays, and I got no uh, no good lodge news to share. And we don't no. have Saturday. I don't I don't know what I'm going to do with myself tomorrow. This is the longest period without lodge meetings. That I think I've been in since joining. No, it's it's just the fifth Saturday that happens. <laughs> fifth Saturday, Jeff. That happens twice a year, Jeff. <laughs> but no, like I'm talking. I will keep him. I'm a member of two different lodges. Like, but but like between our last meeting and our next meeting is the longest period that I've had to, that I've gone through all year. I know we do, you know, every fifth Saturday. But I usually, you know, I have a second lodge, and usually we, but due to the holidays, there was a gap and. You know, Jeff, there's like uh, literally hundreds of lodges. Probably thousands. Thousands. Uh, yeah, well, let, I said what I said. Uh, that you could choose from. And, um, I'm aware. I could have know. gone to... There are yeah. other states, Harlan. There, there's some Masonic function. You can, you can just join whatever lodge in the U.S. has the lowest dues and you'll be fine. Every single night of the week, there is something somewhere. Um Especially our tall brothers. Don't discount them because if you want to go to lodge on Sunday, that's uh, that's their bag. So, yeah, it's always there's always something to do. Even that's their bag. We got they they meet some that's of their lodges they do. on Sunday, and that's their bag, baby. They meet on Sundays. Yeah, we uh, we don't we're not allowed to meet on Sundays. It's prohibited. So well, no one can meet. On Same Sundays. with us. But the they Prince Hall on Sunday here. That's weird. And, uh, I go visit them on Sundays because it's the only free night. Yeah, I don't right. think I don't think Sundays explicitly prohibited. I'd have to look in our jurisdiction, but I know it's definitely not supported. Explicitly, it is here, which makes it difficult for our lodge meeting on Saturday night because nothing can run past midnight. Oof. 
Make can if we don't have working clocks. That's true. We've pulled that stunt where uh, there's an official clock, and sometimes something happens and it gets out of sync with all the other clocks. And weird. That's terrible. It's uh may or may not be one of the senior wardens not scripted <laughs> duties to put uh, the clock over his head. Maim the clock. There's a plug down beside the senior warden's chair that's conveniently accessible. During a I'm just saying, it feels like it's been 11.59 for like half an hour. What is going on here? <laughs> <laughs> that's the official so time. That's, if, you have, if, you're, if your senior warden is smart, he doesn't unplug it for a long period of time. He just does it in quick intervals. So Increments. The time. Senior exactly. warden last year was not smart. Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> what? What? How dare you? Oh. Anyway. Harlan. Um, Harlan, yes. end this before I say more bad things about our master. Yes. You keep, <laughs> you keep imbibing um, while we, I guess, uh, put a bow on episode 217 of the After Lodge podcast. podcast. All right, Stop Nick, it. we're not doing this. You can find the show notes for this or any previously published episode at www.afterlodge.com. Uh, ignore your Chrome and Firefox warnings about insecurity. Um, I don't have SSL certificates installed. When are you going to update the website? Uh, after I get the Lodge's website done. So soon. When are you gonna, I literally just built three websites this week. Like, What's taking you so Built nothing. You oh, see, see the, the trick is you're trying to build good websites. So you can uh, find the show notes, as I said, at afterlodge.com. Shoot us an email at afterlodge at gmail.com. Hang out with us on IRC at irc.snoonet.org, pound sign, Freemasonry. Uh, and, of course, the best place to find us is on the Freemasonry and After Lodge subreddits. So get on Reddit uh, and have a happy new year. We'll see you in 2019. Later. 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 Later.